Elijah, what's the name of this podcast? This is the Jew Point Conversion, brought to you by the Jew- Jewish people. And Anchor. And Anchor. I right. forgot what the name of this podcast was. That's because okay. it's been so long since I've been on it. I am so happy to have you back, my friend. You know, it's so good lo- to be I love back. Warren, but you know, I mean, I, I do you want to re-record that line? What? No, no. I mean, I love Orin, but that's like, true. And I should say, I love Orin, and I love you too, man. Yay! Yeah. So like, it's a. Uh, did you Did you ever see the movie I Love You, Man? No. Is it good? Yes. It's with uh, Jason Segel and Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah, where they literally become best friends. Well, that's kind and of that's fun. like what we did. This is kind of what we did, it's but it, it, not even kind of. That's... But also, Paul Rudd is basically tasked with finding a new best friend who's a male. Huh? That's basically the premise of the movie. Task, huh? It it's a good movie. With task. I'm sorry, you said tasked, and oh, I made task. a I made a niche inside joke that JCA only you inside joke. By the way, it looks like I went one, two, three, four, My... five, six, seven, eight, nine, four, and one last. I'm week. looking at this spreadsheet right now, and you're fine. You, I I'm away for two weeks, and you do a spreadsheet. Uh, yeah. I you're guess. actually keeping track of this now. Because Oren always forgets what he picks. Well, I do too, but I always remember it. Yeah, but now I'm, I've decided to do a spreadsheet. Wow. It makes sense. It's not really a spreadsheet. It's this a, is good. It's a sheet. Yeah, or, no, we're going to do it. Oren is a way. good influence. C- congrats to Oren yeah, on, on literally being a better co host than me. That's not true. No, it's no. just true. Because Don't I'm, say that. It's not about better. It's I'm not a better lazy. Dude, He's got better you think, ideas. You think, Oren, you think Oren has anything to do with this? This was not Oren's idea to keep track of the scores. Was it yours? This was my idea. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good on you for yes. being better without me. Well, it, it was just like, it was a proactive thing. Luna. Oh my gosh, we lost the mic. Dude, dude. Okay, do you want to tell them what just happened? Because that was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, that was, that was great. That was so, pretty funny. So we've got this mic on this really cool desk thing in Elijah's apartment. And Luna, the dog, she was trying to play with us. And she reached her paw out and she knocked the microphone off the table for a moment. Yep, and that was pretty cute. That's why really it's, cute. Not, it, it's very cute. But now, so, I, now I have the mic... Um, stood up by its lapel, which yes. is a lot smarter. Because now we can now we can get word. surround sound. So oh, thank no. you, Luna. You that's actually helped tr- out. That's not true. You can't get surround sound. Oh, okay. But still, Luna helped out. Luna did help out. Yes. Elijah, I think before we talk football, because I've been away for two weeks. Yes. We have to talk a sport that you love and I like the history of. And that's baseball. Because baseball is insane right now. Because the it's the winter meetings. Um... I, I see you burying your hand in your face right now. I mean, do you want to just get it out of the way? Do you want to talk I'm that very, first? I'm very, very sad. You are sad. Why, why are you sad? Because Chicago Cubs catcher Wilson Contreras is no longer a Chicago Cubs. He's no Cub. longer a Chicago Cub. He's, he, he jumped ship to the rival St. Louis Cardinals. I'm very upset about it. Now, look, I took solace in knowing and finding out that Jan Gomes, the Cubs' backup catcher last year, when in, he... There's a good enough sample size to show that with the Cubs pitching staff, he calls a very good game. His ERA was substantially lower uh, for four out of the five pitchers than Contreras' was. However, I mean, Contreras was just so Cub. Like, when our slogan was, that's Cub, the definition of Cub, in my opinion at that time, is Javi Baez and Wilson Contreras because they were just scrappy, intense, really, really good athletes, super passionate. And, yeah, I mean, I think he's going to fit in great with the Cardinals and he's going to have a lot of success, and it just makes me very sad. Now, a lot of people point to his defensive metrics when they talk about how um, 
you know, they, 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 they say he's not a very good defensive catcher. And maybe they have some merit to that. Yeah, he's, he's you know, he's given up his fair share of pass balls, and his frame rate isn't amazing, although frame rate is such a dubious stat because it doesn't account for the umpire, doesn't always account for uh, it will when Robo game situations. Get introduced it it won't matter point. when Robo Ramos are introduced. Yeah, because, well, I mean, it'll still be like they'll try to do a frame rate thing, but it won't work. Yeah, it won't matter because, I mean, if it's just a robot, it's a robot. Also, it's by robot. the way, robot umps won't help anything because the strike zone... The whole idea of the strike zone is that it's subjective and it's the batter's job to kind of try to manipulate it. But, like, no. I mean, Former Cub Anthony Rizzo is a good example. Of great that, example. Because he Wilson Gutierrez, is, Wilson Gutierrez oh, is a great example of that. Very good point. You know, and I mean, I think at the end of the day, a lot of the reason why Contreras' defensive catching hasn't been up to par in recent years is because the Cubs have been shitty in recent years. And I think that when you play catcher, it, it kind of sucks. Playing catcher kind of sucks. And I think he kind of. You know, maybe he was phoning it in a little bit, and I don't blame him at all because when you're on a shitty team, it's like it's harder to give it your all over the course of a 162 game season. It's not an excuse; it's just the potential explanation. Also, I think that like if it like when it comes down to it, like when the Cardinals are in a playoff chase, Contreras is catching like defensively from a defensive standpoint is going to be very very strong, Um, and he's gonna like I, I think that he'll elevate his game when necessary because he knows what it's like to play in the playoffs you know he was the catcher for the cubs in the world series run he you know in the nlcs run the following year he helped them get to the playoffs or the one game playoff the next year i don't know man i just there's something to be said about having a guy who hustles at the catcher position and to have like almost like even like a venezuelan ambassador on the team who play you know who, who hustles every time he you know out of the batter's box who hits for a lot of power and who has just like a fiery passionate attitude and doesn't cheat uh, as opposed to whom venezuelan you said so i was just mentioning another venezuelan baseball player who cheated jose altuve yeah he, he didn't cheat he, he was the one who didn't cheat dude no he cheated no he was the one there's a whole study about it he's the one who did not want to be distracted by the trash can banging or whatever then why when he hit that home run off of a roldis chapman in the alcs he, like, refused to have people take off his jersey. He literally, like, put his arms around his chest. There's a reason why. I, I can't remember exactly okay, what it is. Well, I'm going to have to go back and watch the video. Go ahead. But I think it's because <laughs> he, he had a... He, that's your that's your he, evidence. Because I don't want people to take my shirt off. Well, you're one person. Yeah, but, like, I, I get it. I don't, you know... I guarantee oh, oh. you. I mean, I'm... Look, we could we, we, we could we could debate this Lukowski moment. First of all, the Astros never cheated. They just, like expressed ingenuity and utilize games and shit because you advantage. like when people cheat you think that's good i like when people you cheat have that in, on record i love when people cheat in baseball yeah you have that because on record baseball, and you have that on facebook because too. baseball sucks baseball does suck baseball but, sucks but listen kids if you want to play a sport play baseball because wilson Contreras signed a five-year contract worth 87 and a half million and it's all I guaranteed I don't, I don't think he signed it yet well it's reported that he's going he's there. going to sign it you heard it here first from but noah friedman no insider, stop it Fox sports insider oh but we have no. to do that again oh, you, you know what's crazy baseball what? has so many more contracts that happened this offseason alone it's only like day, oh yeah it's only like day four of the winter meetings and like jacob de literally signed the same amount of years for a contract but he signed it for 100 million dollars more with the texas rangers yeah of all teams the rangers are back i guess you know they you know they, they put a lot of money into Corey seager who's like the heart of that lineup and, and he doesn't even have the highest piece. annual annual value anymore jacob de does now does which makes seager's sense. 35 and a half million right de is 37 million over the next five years I insane. I look forward to seeing the Rangers maybe being somewhat relevant again, but I mean, 
I guess. They're kind of scary. They rehired they they hired Bruce Bochy, who managed the Giants to three World Series in the That's a big uh early to mid twenty tens. You know what I bet they do? I bet they trade for Bumgarner when the time comes. You need Mad Bum on that staff. I mean, I'm hoping the Cubs make that move, by the way, but that's a whole other conversation. I guarantee you the Giants would ask for like Jack or Jack Leiter. Bumgarner's on the Diamondbacks. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Jack Leiter is gonna well, okay, be quite so good. Well, okay, so the Diamondbacks would then ask for Jack Leiter no, in return. For Bumgarner? Yeah. The, 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 the Diamondbacks, they didn't ask for shit for Goldschmidt. The Diamondbacks don't care about winning. They don't give a shit. They got Carson Kelly. For Goldschmidt? Yeah. He's and Luke Weaver, who's no longer with the team. This is true. It was literally Luke Weaver and Carson Kelly for Paul. I Fisher. guess that's not as bad as like the Rockies basically just giving up Arenado for... Like, Nothing. Right. For uh, Austin Gomber. Right. And, and prospects. And then they like, go out and sign Chris Bryant. Although, I was reading, I thought Bellinger, uh, the Cubs also signed Cody Bellinger to $7 million contract. They did. Which, or $17 million 17, yeah. Over two, year, year, two years. I one, year, one year. One year. one year? Yeah. I like a one-year deal. I love one-year deals. I think they're awesome because... Because you bet on yourself. Because you're betting on yourself and yep. it's like you know you're going to get the most motivated version of that player. However, Bellinger has kind of sucked in recent years and, I mean, it's not like he's going to solve all the Cubs' problems. He former just plays MVP really good, plays good defense. too. Yeah, former MVP. A very above-average defender. Yeah, excellent defender. Got a good arm, good catch mobility in some, the outfield. He plays in first base, too. Yep. But, and, you know, he's got decent power, good power, when, but uh, the issue is, and, I mean, he, he does have some, like, really big playoff moments to his name. I mean, I, I think that this kind of signing just goes to show the Cubs would have been better off if they gave Kyle Schwarber a contract after his season with uh, with with Boston. I'm so and, surprised. Uh, I'm very surprised by Kyle Schwarber's success. In, yeah, Phil- a lot of in Philadelphia. Are. A lot of people are. I mean, you know, he's number two in home runs this year behind Aaron Judge, what? who apparently, by the way, they were juicing the baseballs for him. Stop it. Dude, th- th- there's a report that just came out from SB Nation. I mean, it's not from, from SB, SB Nation. It's not from SB Nation. SB Nation, I saw SB Nation post the article. Why is that cheating permissible, uh, like, permissible in your mind? I didn't not- say it was permissible. Okay, but you said stop it. So I've Yeah, because that's not true. You don't think it's true? Let I think the that. baseballs have been altered, though. I, I do agree with that. Here, let me find I'm just the... not sure if they were, like, juiced in Aaron Judge's favor. Aaron and also, we didn't even Judge. talk about the fact that Aaron Judge Judge signed the most lucrative contract in winter meetings right now. Yeah, he won Nine back... years, $360 million after turning down seven years, $213 million at the beginning of 2022. He went back to the Yankees so he could hit a bunch of home runs, and it won't matter because baseball is a nine-player-per-lineup sport. It's true. And he it's 26 he does, players Unfortunately on the roster, for Aaron Judge, he doesn't get to bet every time. Look, MLB used different baseballs in 2022, and juiced ones showed up at Yankee games. So It's a pretty damning report. It's, it's pretty, true. It, it probably is true. Because for some reason, baseball fans are so allured by that Yankees home run record, that AL most home runs in a season 62. record. 62. He, he eclipsed it. But it's like, okay, I mean... And what did that get them? Uh, a, a, a another sw- it got them swept by the Astros. Yeah, another early and exit a, in the playoffs. Yeah, and the ALCS. It's it's like, I mean, yeah, he got a record. Cool, good for him. But it's like that's to me that's just such a that's that's just not the point of baseball. It's just not like I, I don't find that as interesting as like the teamwork involved and the chemistry between pitcher and catcher and, you know, web gems and, yeah. I don't know. Like Dude, web ball. gems. You, you want to talk about web gems? That's I live for web gems. That's a very outdated reference because it is ESPN got rid of baseball tonight and I loved watching that I segment of web gems. I love baseball tonight. Web like, gems was the shit. Like, like, let me tell you, you are a baseball purist. 
You are. And, eh. and, and and it's hard to adapt to change. In some ways. It I'm really a, is. In some ways, I'm a baseball purist, but also, like, I'm cool with cheating, which isn't, like, a baseball purist. No, that's definitely like, not. That's a, yeah, that's I mean, a, I, I have my own perspective on baseball. Yeah. And I think it's different from a lot of people's. Not that the point of having perspectives is to be different, but, like, I... You know, on the one hand, I like a lot of, like, what the Astros have done in years past, and I like a lot of the gamesmanship in the sport. Uh, and at the same time, I like small ball. I like some of the little things. I like some of the older things about baseball. And so, yeah. You I'm, would love watching the 1982 St. Louis Cardinals, then. No. You would. I don't like the Cardinals. Yeah, I know you don't, but, like, you would love the, they, their you know, style you know, of baseball. They won the World Series because of cocaine. That's also this is This is this is the truth. This <laughs> is, is the truth. That's a very true Keith thing. Hernandez, Joaquin Andujar, and uh, Lonnie Smith did copious amounts of cocaine before every game and they won the world series they did that is why the ball. real performance enhancing drug is cocaine and with that we can move on to national football league wait i was gonna say there, oh, there, go there, there, there are two there are two more baseball signings i wanted to talk Xander about Boger. well first of all judge had three teams that were competing for his services the yankees the giants obviously he's from the Modesto area, which is not technically the Bay Area, but it's the closest team. Sure. Besides the Oakland A's. Right. Um, who are probably going to move to Las Vegas at some point. Right. Um, and then the San Diego Padres. Right. The Padres offered $400 million. $400 million. And he was. He, and he's he like, went, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who would want to... If you're a slugger and you go to San Diego, your numbers will go down. That's generally how it works. Josh Bell. Yeah. You know, he was raking in Washington. Yep. He goes to the Padres. Petco Park is decreased. not a hitter's ballpark. It's not a hitter's ballpark by any means. That's nope. why Juan Soto saw a little bit of a regression. True. Um, and that's why I doubt he's going to – I mean, if the Padres faltered this year, I could see a scenario where they trade Soto. At the They're going to blow up everybody. And yes. it's, it's funny because you mentioned Xander Bogarts. Gets an 11-year contract from the San Diego Padres worth $280 million. I really think that the Padres really think they are in win-now mode. And I guess, you know, they are. But it's stupid. The Padres literally have two shortstops on their roster. They signed a third shortstop. I saw the map today of what the Padres... Well, they have... There's a DH now. Right. But what I saw was Xander Bogarts was going to be the opening day shortstop for the Padres. Hassan Kim is going to move to second base, and Jake Cronenworth is going to move to first. Don't. And then Fernando Tatis Jr., when he comes back from his suspension, is going to move to left field. Left field? Yeah. Like, I can't see that scenario Isn't at he all. he, like, a really good shortstop? Oh, I think uh, he makes a lot of errors. But he that's d- not... He does, but, like, also we need to see him without the performance-enhancing. Well, I mean... I don't know how much of a difference He didn't makes. use performance-enhancing drugs. He used... He used I a drug that was banned by baseball. He didn't know... Therefore, it was a... It doesn't necessarily mean it's a PED. It could just be a substance that's banned. Like, I don't know if that... I, I'm willing to bet that that did not have any impact on his performance. But I, I want to see. see. I want to we'll, see. We'll see. The we'll jury's see. still out. So right. you're right. You're right. I it's shouldn't have like, jumped the gun. Right. And also, they, they do tend to jump to conclusions. Like, I've noticed that a lot of the players who are randomly tested are players of color, but that's a whole other conversation. Uh, the only one. Damn. I'm, t- I'm telling you, the only one. You're really who, telling it how it is. I'm, I, I'm t- I am telling you how it is. The only one who stands out, the only white player in recent memory is. Mark McGuire. Yep. And, I mean, it was so obvious. <laughs> like, he was like, you know, he, he looked like a cartoon. 1998. So, yeah. Right. When he, was, when he uh, was chasing the home run record in the yeah. National League. And he just looked like a... Just absolutely demolished the, the National League home run record. The, 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 the mediocre Hulk. So, did you watch that ESPN documentary, by the way? The Sosa McGuire? I'm sure I have. It was great. Yeah. It was it's awesome. All-time classic. Okay, now I want to move on to football. Because I'm done. 
right, that, was, yeah, that, that, was, that was some good that's baseball. baseball. Yeah, like, solid baseball. Okay, so but I, the bottom line about that is I just miss Wilson Contreras already, and a lot of Cubs fans are like, oh, well, he wasn't that good at defense, and I'm just like... What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, look, okay, just because the metrics point to one thing, it, it doesn't mean that's the reality. Also, it's like I, I do think that there's something to be said about having, uh, like, you know, the, the I think there's something to be said about having a catcher... Like, like catchers from all different nationalities because you're going to have pitchers from all different nationalities and it kind of helps in terms of communication and building chemistry. That's why I'd like to see the Cubs go after Christian Vasquez. I think that would be a great sign. Really good sign for the Cubs. But can, can I just say two connections from what you've said in the past few minutes of this podcast episode. Okay. Number one, Jan Gomes. He's going to be the starting catcher at this point. I hope so because right? he's very, very solid, solid bat. He stuff. was on that Cleveland team that played the Cubs the last time the Cubs were in the World Series 2016. I don't think he really played much. I don't think them. he did because right. Roberto Perez started most of the games but he true. was definitely on the roster. Was he on so, the roster? So, yes, he was. I believe um, That's number one. Number two, there's only one active player holdover from the 2016 Cubs World Series team. That is Kyle Hendricks. And there's one other Cubs holdover and that's the manager. That David is David Ross. Ross. <laughs> we're thinking David Ross. What? Were you thinking David Ross or no? Kyle? Oh, okay. No, I, I knew who it was. No. What, what do you mean? No, like when I, like when you said there was one holdover. Yeah. Were you going to say David Ross? No. Oh, okay. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. I said one active player holdover. Oh, okay. I thought you said active. I didn't hear player. Anyway, look, we're good. I see what, I see what you were saying. I did. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. Is it, um, was I right? Was Young Gomes on the roster? He was. He played. He was he 0 did. for 4 in the World Series. Oh, get out of Two here. Two strikeouts. Thanks a lot, Young Gomes. Nice. That was good. He Thank didn't you. play in the two series before, but he did play in the World I'd Series. I'd like to think I can master at some times your random facts in history. He probably played in the games where Cleveland won. That's my guess. Well, he played in four games, so he couldn't have played in all the games where Cleveland won. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Cubs in seven. Oh, man. November 2nd, 2016. Best day of my life. Uh, not even close. I'm sorry. Eight, seven, and ten. Yeah. I mean, I remember a... I FaceTimed you for a mere 30 seconds with your dad. Dude, my phone was blowing up. Blowing it was up. the best. It was the best can, fucking Can we do that life. when the Clippers win the NBA title? Dude, can you can when you the FaceTime Clippers me? When we'll we'll probably watch it together, let's be real. Okay, that's a I'm good just point. letting you know. That's a good but, point. Yeah. Um, okay. Like good it. thing that y'all you don't have to cover basketball at Fox. Why? Because then you get to just like enjoy it, you know? You get to enjoy the Clippers. I mean, I don't get to watch basketball at all at Fox. That's my point. I don't get to enjoy it at all. Yeah, but you get don't you get to watch it like when you're not working? No. Clippers need to figure it out. By the way, fourteen and twelve, not bad, but they could uh, they could do a little better. They've had injuries. That's fair. That's that's, that's the only that's, thing. That's that's always the narrative, though, isn't it? Everyone's like, "Oh my God, Kawhi Leonard got rushed back from his ACL surgery." I'm like, shut up, dude. Speaking of Kawhi Leonard's a robot. Go San Diego State. This is true. Go Aztecs. Speaking of narrative, we have two teams playing tonight that can't seem to make up their mind in regard to where they want to play football and one thing too well that's also true but yeah. it's two relocation teams yeah exactly. in nfl history well and it's two teams that well, the chargers well, are also but yes right but the raiders used to play in los angeles they're playing tonight right they're playing in los angeles in inglewood by the way right against the rams sure who moved from st louis but then they were in la before that and then before that i believe they were in cleveland the it was the cleveland rams then they went to la I no, think. cleveland browns i thought it was no, they were the Cleveland Rams. Oh, they were the Cleveland, they were the Cleveland Rams? Rams, yeah. Oh. The Cleveland Browns were invented by Paul Brown. That's why they're called the Browns. And then they moved to Baltimore and became the Ravens. That's and then true. they were reborn from the Ashes. The um, Edgar Allan Poe Ashes. The Edgar That's That's ashes. why the Ravens are called the Ravens, by the way, if no one knew that. These are fun facts with Noah Friedman and Elijah Zelenke. 
Is, can we just call it that? Let's yeah, call right. this it's episode just, Fun just... Facts with Noah Friedman and Elijah Zalonki. Yeah, you know what? We'll do that. We'll do that. Even though, like, we're not giving all the fun facts. Like, it's not, like, it, it, I feel like it's not uniquely fun fact oriented. No. But we still, you know, we have our fair share of it. But we also just have, it, we literally put the fun in fun facts. This is true. We have so much fun with facts. We do. And speaking of facts, the Rams are not having a good season. That's a fact. That's three not, and that's nine. Not an opinion. They're three and nine. They suck. Three and nine. They're pretty bad. They just signed Baker Mayfield. Which is crazy. Interesting, interesting developments over there. I, I think, you know, that that's a good signing for them because he, he can't be much worse than what they've done this year. And also, like, if he's going to figure out how to have success in the NFL, it's in a McVay-type offense where he can kind of take advantage of that scheme and, like, where I, I feel like his height limitations – won't have as much of a negative impact on him. Sure. Uh, but we'll see. You know, I don't think he's playing tonight. Well, we don't know that. Adam Schefter tweeted nine hours ago, the Rams want to go through pregame warm-ups tonight and see how John Wolford, who is the incumbent starter right now because they put Matthew Stafford on IR because of a neck injury. Sure. Now John Wolford also has a neck injury, which is oh. weird. Um, so they're going to see during pregame warm-ups what's going on. What's really dirty is that Bryce Perkins is on the roster of the Rams. And right. he's played, and yet the Rams were like, we're going to literally go out of our way to make a waiver claim just so that the San Francisco 49ers, who need quarterback help, cannot get Baker Mayfield. You think they did it to sabotage I the do. Niners? I do. Come I, on. like That's it. I mean, look, I, 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 that crossed my mind. I'm impressed that you had a conspiracy theory. I definitely have a conspiracy and, theory. And, look, that. That, that crossed my mind as well. I still think, I, I think that they have plausible deniability, though, because, yeah, of course they want to try out Baker Mayfield. It was a number one pick. Yep. And, you know, uh, Sean McVay has had success with his quarterbacks. I mean, he like Jared Goff and him. You know, Jared Goff isn't a beloved quarterback around the league, but the, he made it to a Super Bowl under the uh, tutelage of Sean McVay. That's a funny word. That is tutelage. Um, but who it's do like you come quiet? But who you got? See, this is weird because I need to know who's starting a quarterback for the Rams, and we don't know we don't at this know. point. It's four twelve p.m. Pacific, and the game is at five fifteen, five twenty. It's not safe to um, bet on either of these teams. No, it's not. If you're a betting person, but just, I, I do just think, leave this game alone. I do think regardless of who's starting. Wait, do you think that Baker gives him a better shot at winning? <laughs> I don't know. That's the yeah, thing. Because right. the last time I saw the Raiders, I mean, last time I watched the full Raiders game was when they played the Colts and Jeff Saturday beat them. Dude. The... And I was like, the Raiders should never win a football game again. And then here the Raiders are. I think they haven't lost since that game. Football's so weird, man. Five and seven, the Raiders are. Five and seven. Yeah. And, like, they have very much, very much in the hunt. By the way, I don't know if you saw this, but instead of in the hunt, they're saying sniffing around. Now. I did see that. I, I like that. I kinda, really like that. That's kind of cool. Well, as a dog owner, you should as like a, that. Yeah, Luna's always sniffing around. Yeah. Luna well, should make the playoffs, man. She'd like, be, she'd what's crazy is that the Chargers in the AFC West were at the same level as the Kansas City Chiefs in terms of record. Now the Chargers are 6-6 six and six and the Chiefs have run away with it at 9-3. This is true. But and then the Raiders are still there at 5-7. And the Chargers, like, I mean, they got Miami coming in on Sunday. By the way, I am going to that game on Sunday. You are? I'm very excited. Nice. You got tickets yeah. already? Uh, yes. Good. Yes. Um, Good for you. But the uh, I wish I could go. I wish I'll be sleeping. Too. Oh, that's fair. Um, Chargers. Uh, let's look at the playoff picture real quick. Well, we have to remember while you're doing that that the NFL added a third playoff team. So there's three wild card teams that so this can is, make it. This is not. And there's new. only well, I mean, since we've had the podcast, there's been seven playoff teams. That's true. Yes. But now only one team gets a bye. This is also true. 
So the Jets, That's new. the Jets right now are looking at a playoff spot, but I don't know if they're going to be looking at a playoff spot after this weekend when they they play the Bills. They play the Buffalo Bills, and no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Thank you. Uh, and in addition, I mean, you know, I can see the Patriots overtaking them for this, this spot because they play the Cardinals. On Monday night, on of Monday all night, which will be I, interesting. I will not be watching that game because I will be sleeping. That is that is fair. Yeah, <laughs> my schedule. Oh, Noah's Noah's covering the World Cup. I'm so covering the World Cup. I'm up. working overnight shifts. I'm literally sleeping when I should be awake, and I am awake when I should be sleeping. This is true. That's yeah, this this man. This is why I've been away from the podcast. But Oren Grimberg has held it down. Oren Grimberg definitely very solid. Uh, you know, he's doing uh, he's doing his Nick Foles thing right now. But you're not Carson Wentz. So actually, that's not a good comparison because you're 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 like you're like Peyton Manning. So then, is he Jim Sorgi? No, that doesn't work either. No, he's he's like Andrew Luck. So then, let's be real. Is he Jacoby Brissett? Orange closer to a Jeff Saturday, I'd say. I mean, on well, listen, that's this analogy is not working. No, it's It's just not working. Well, the point is, Orange has done the podcast. Yes. Well, I have not. Yes, and he's done he's done a good job. I've had a fun time with him. But good. You know, this is this is still our show, and Oren, you know, is gonna like he'll definitely be a frequent contributor slash co-host every now and then. Yes, um, and he'll probably like well, I'll probably do an episode with him later this week. Um, but in my place, just to get his picks. But yeah, anyway. who does he have winning the game? So Oren's got the Raiders twenty-one thirteen. Twenty-one thirteen is a very ugly score. It is it's, not. It's, a, a it's fun an eight-point game. At all. It is an eight-point game, and yeah, like that's a one-possession game. But it's one of those one-possession games where it's like it, it just feels kind of shitty throughout. And it's like one team gets three touchdowns, the other team gets a touchdown and, and two field goals generally. And it's just like it's it just it, like if the score is twenty-one thirteen, generally that means it is not nearly as close as it indicates. That's just the vibe I get. I don't know. Do you feel do you, that way about twenty-one thirteen? Like, do you feel some scores are just like kind of ugly? I think this podcast, especially on your end, is very precedent on scores. Like, we're very influenced on it because we pick scores. Right. But then you take an even deeper dive. I do. Into what I the do. scores mean. But, like, which I don't is, know, like, like, it's so like, unique. For some reason, like, a 27-13 lead feels harder to come back from than, like, a, than a 21-7 lead. I, feel I, like I don't know why. That's a very John Boise in line. Because we, we just finished the part six of the Atlanta Falcons documentary. Shout out John Boyce, by right, the way. Right, shout out John Boyce. Yep, got to shout out John Boyce. Um, so I can understand why you have these thoughts in your head. Sure. I really can. So, I mean, 21-13 to me is interesting. Because if you're the team that's down and you have a chance to score, then you got to go for two no matter what. Right. So it just makes the game more exciting. It I does. It does. I don't think it's ugly per se, but I think the game could get that way in a stretch and then the team that's trying to drive down the field doesn't get the chance to I score. also think like like a 13 point differential is ugly like 27-14 I think is a hideous score I don't know why it just feels unclean there's something about it that just doesn't work sure um, I can see that like would you rather be down 31 to 20 or 30 to 19 31 20 yeah right I'd rather just, be down 31 20 it, it, it feels like because how do you get like 19? That's weird. Yeah, 19's ugly. 19's very ugly. 19's very strange. I don't, I don't like 19. Really, the cursed numbers are like 18 and 19, and like obviously 11's freaky. 11 uh, is very five, freaky. Five, four, uh, four only happened once. Um, but, you know, an eight obviously is weird. But like 32 is also pretty strange. If you notice on the score Gami board here, there's a lot of blemishes. Nobody notices because they can't see I'm it. I'm talking to you. But Noah. I can notice this it. This is true. Um, but anyway. 
Um, There's a colorblind mode of Scorigami? Is there? Yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's awesome. That I cool. like that. You can also see the count and the gradient. And I don't know why empty rows. Show empty rows. I don't even know what that means. Oh, because probably some scores have never existed. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And people are saying, like, oh, well... Oh, by the way, we did have a Scorigami last week. Uh, unfortunately, your team was on the losing end of it. I literally did not watch a single minute of it. Because, right, because you were sleeping. sleeping. But, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, 54 to 19, the yep. first of its kind. Yep. So, I mean, hey, like that that is a consolation prize. I'm I'm just straight up. I mean, the Colts are 4-8 and 1. So, it's really at this point about looking towards the quarterbacks that can be drafted in 2023. But, can I just say, and I and I thought of this on my way to see you, is this is crazy and it's never going to happen, but can I just say there is a current coach that is a free agent that the Colts could easily hire and then he could possibly lure quarterback who used to play for the Colts back to Indy Sean Payton Andrew Luck no David Shaw who's David Shaw Andrew Luck's college coach at Stanford oh who runs a pro style offense I don't think Andrew Luck it's it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen I'm just saying it is now out there you heard it here first from inside of Noah Freeman stop it I'm just kidding David Shaw has been at Stanford forever he was a player he was a wide receiver in the 90s he was the coach. He was the offensive coordinator before Jim Harbaugh left for the San Francisco 49ers. Right. And he recently stepped down. He is a free agent. NFL teams could possibly interview him. I hate to say it, but they need to fulfill the Rooney rule. He's a minority sure. coach. It would be a great look for the league. The Colts would sure. love it. Because not only could David Shaw get hired, then he could also bring Pep Hamilton, who worked oh, with yeah. him at Stanford and was Andrew Luck's offensive coordinator in Indianapolis. Um, hey, just man. saying. Look, I like, I like, I like. Where I love you're this going. theory. I like where you're going it's, it's with not this. Happen. I like the theory. I still think y'all should just stick with Saturday. See what you got with him. No, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, I guess not. But anyway. Jeff Saturday is is Jim Irsay's drinking buddy, and that is all he will be. Jeffrey, I, Saturday. I I think it would be asinine to keep Jeff Saturday. And also, like, first of all, that hire already was a joke. It only lasted one week, the honeymoon phase. It's a pretty funny one. It was very I, funny. I, I giggled. I mean, I just was baffled by it. Yeah. But anyway, they lost 54-19 um, in yeah, Dallas. Yeah, they, they blew it, it was, at the end. They, they were competitive for the first three quarters. You know what's funny? I, I, I think I remember this because I was on vacation the last time that these two teams played. Um, and the Cowboys upset – or no, I guess not – I guess, I, for some reason, I thought the Colts lost to the Cowboys by a lot in 2018, but they didn't. They actually shut them out 23 nothing. I feel like I somewhat remember that game. Who would have been the quarterback? Well, Dak was still there. No, in... for, for the Colts. Oh, it was, was, still, it... it was still luck. He played 2018? Yeah. Oh, he retired right after. Okay, that's yes. right. I remember. He retired right before the start of 2019. Sure, right. Yeah. And that's when the Colts have gone through their carousel. Yes. Um, dun, and ba-dum, ba-dum, it's funny ba-dum, I mentioned ba-dum, that ba-dum, because, ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. And, I, and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's very well known around people who know me, and you probably remember this. I do. What, where was I when the Andrew Luck um, news broke that he was retiring? Uh, weren't you interviewing someone? No. I have no idea. Then. I was at Disneyland. Oh, that's right. Oh, man. That's so sad. And I just said carousel, so that immediately yeah. triggered theme park yeah. vibes, yeah. theme park theme vibes. Park vibes. Yeah. yeah, so that's yeah. that's. I don't, I don't like Disneyland that much, honestly. It's okay. It's too Good. hot. It's hot and expensive. Yeah, that's literally two reasons why you shouldn't go. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's also like a large, like, 
Eh, never mind. I'm not, not even gonna go there. But yes, hot and expensive. Rabbit hole. Yeah, rabbit hole. Not gonna not gonna go down that. But anyway, um, who who are you picking to win tonight? I'm, oh, I guess you you asked me first, so I have to go first, right? Well, I'll, I'll you, you seemed indecisive. So I'm I'll just, very I'll, indecisive. I'll go for, I'm I'll, still I'll go indecisive. First. I like the Raiders to win this one. I think oh, they're playing. They're they're on they're on a hot streak. They have a lot of fans in LA. They're probably going to yeah. outnumber the Rams fans. Well, it's very rare too that you see the Raiders in LA when it's not against the Chargers. I have half a mind to just go down to the stadium right now and go to this game, even though it's probably like, eh, you know what? Actually, you would pay one hundred dollars to park at Uber. That's probably expensive too. I guarantee you, you would get clobbered in line. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you would get there probably by like midway through the third quarter. Yeah, you left right now. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to go to that game. I so, don't think you should go. Yeah. So, but anyway, I'm gonna take the Raiders to win this one in a relatively boring, but uh, clean 27-17 game. Oh, 27-17, like eh? Two touchdowns from Devonte Adams, and a very common scoring game. What do you think? If Baker Mayfield starts, I'm taking the Rams. Ooh, okay. I'm doing it. I'm. Okay. I'm I, so, I, but, but you got you got to pick one or the other because even like even if you don't know who's starting, you gotta. No, that's not true. No, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick one. You, you, you have. I to legitimately believe at this point in time that if John Wolford starts, the Rams will lose. Okay, so who are you? Uh, who do you think's gonna start? I. You gotta make a pick. You gotta make a pick. You gotta guess. I'll say Baker starts. You say Baker starts. I say you say Baker you're taking the Rams to win. I'm picking the Rams to win. All right. I say the I, th- I say the Rams win ugly. I say they win twenty to nineteen. Twenty to nineteen. Twenty to nineteen. Something with Matt Gay. <laughs> Stop it. That's not nice. That's it's stupid. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but um, let's see. Uh, so what did I say? I said LV. You said LV. Seven. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Seventeen. Didn't you? LAR. Seventeen. Yep. Oren said. Oren said uh, 20 to 13. 21 right? 13. Yes. 21 13. 20 13 is a little better for some reason. Because it's a touchdown. It's just a touchdown difference, but that 18, that 13. All right, so I'm the, only, I'm the only panelist picking the Rams. Yes. And, and it literally hinges on Baker Mayfield. This is true. So if, but hey, if, I mean, if we gotta... hear John Walford starting, I, I know what to do. What? Just crawl in a ball. No, that's fair. And just go into a cave somewhere. All right, so you're saying <laughs> Rams, uh, what, what do you think? Rams 20. Be? Raiders nineteen. Ooh, okay, a nice one point game. Yeah, one point coming game. down to Greg the Le- No, no, not, coming not down to Matt Gay. I just said it, right? Dude. Matt Gay. Yeah, obviously. Oh yeah, he's the kicker. Yes. For some reason, I was thinking of the linebacker. I don't know why, but anyway. Um, that's yeah. uh, that's William Gay. Yeah. From the Chiefs, right? Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then I was thinking of the singer. That's um Marvin Gay. Yeah. Oh, William Gay's cornerback. That's who it is. Um, oh, right. From okay, well, from the uh, Steelers, he won a um, he won a Super Bowl. Super you know what? 43. There's too many gays in the NFL. <laughs> that's that's what the NFL wants you to think. Right. That was just that, that, that was that really was a, good. That was a soft that was good. Ball. That was pretty High good. five for that. That was, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. Do you want to know what William Gay is doing right now? Uh, what is he doing right now? He's uh, currently the defensive backs coach at Missouri State. Oh, hey, that's where my sister went to school. Zoe Zalonki. Shout Zalonky. out. Shout out Zoe Zalonki. They're the they're the Bears. Yes. Missouri they, they State are, Bears. They, they are the Bears. They are the Bears. Yeah. They're probably better than the actual Bears. Um, by the way, the Bears lost to the Packers. Very sad I'm not talking about it. I have another podcast where I'll talk about it. But uh, Do you want to promote that podcast on this yeah, podcast? Yeah, it's uh, Chicago Clubhouse Network. I do a show every Thursday. It's live. It's called Easy Does It. And I talk about Chicago sports. And I'll probably talk about other teams' sports as well because I'm well-versed 
And I know yes, you stuff. are. We just talked about baseball. Yes, we talked about baseball, and I know other quarterbacks. You know what I can't do though? I can't name five players on the A's. Five players on the A's? Yeah, I definitely. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Yes, I'm Sean do Murphy. Sean Murphy's one. He's probably gonna get traded and this offseason. If he lay, if he makes a sacrifice, he becomes a cornerback on the Bucks. Oh, that's hilarious. Sean Murphy Bunting. Sean Murphy Bunting. It's my favorite. Team. Um, I love that. Um, all right, Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy gave me a one already. Right. Chad Pinder, who's currently a free agent. Sure. So does that, fine. Does that count? No, but fine. I'll I'll count it. I'll count it. Okay. Ramon Laureano. Uh, okay, Laureano. I remember. He's him. he's notable. Good, good player. Good yeah, player. he is a good player. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god. I'm telling you, dude. it's <laughs> I've hard. Only, I've only named three. Yeah, it's hard. It's, that's hard. That's 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 really difficult. I I, I really got to think about this for a second. Oh, um, the dude who they traded for Matt Olson, um, the the really good um, uh, Christian Pache. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that a, dude. That's something. By the way, I'm not looking at this at all. I'm right. totally half-assing this. Is Chris Bassett? No, he's on the Mets. Okay, yeah. I don't know why he came to mind. Well, because he was on the A's at this one point. Right. That's true. Scott right. Hatterberg. So there's also on the A's. Yeah. People forget Chris Pratt played Scott right. Hatterberg uh, in Moneyball. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, uh, that's why I brought up Scott Hatterberg. Why? Because you wanted me to mention Chris Pratt? No, because I like it was just the first A that comes to mind from history because of Chris Pratt playing him in Moneyball. Also, RIP Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep. Big loss. Yes. Long time um, ago. I'm trying to name one more A's pitcher. It, like, Well, an A's pitcher. Uh, anyone on the A's? Any player? Well. Jermaine Dye. No, well, he, he did play for the A's. That's true. Long time ago. You know, also Johnny po- Damon. Coco Crisp was one of my favorite players. I love Coco LA Crisp. kid. Coco Crisp. The, he he was um there was a he was pinched he was replaced defensively in the World Series and that's part of why the Cubs were able to win. But that's a whole other conversation. Uh, but yeah. Oh, because uh, he Martinez was on he was on the Cleveland team. Right. Yes, the Guardians. Uh, but anyhow, um, we, we went down that Oakland Athletics rabbit hole because. We're fun people, and the Oakland A's are just the most fun team in the history of professional sports. I'm surprised Dorktown hasn't done any expose on the A's. It's I because think. the A's used to be successful, I guess, and they, they really only do things on teams that have not won championships. From the what A's I've gathered, won, well, oh, have not won championships. Right. right. Well, that's not that's not entirely true. I mean, like they do things on other teams, but it's like uh, they just. Yeah, I mean they could, they should. Be I mean, money. okay, so we've we've watched the Mariners. I guess Moneyball's enough. We've watched the Mariners. We've watched the Falcons. We, apparently, there's one of the Bobcats. Amazing, okay. amazing. So Bobcats is good. They don't exist anymore. It gave me chills. Um, Learning about Boris Diaw. Who would the hockey amazing. team be then? I guess they, 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 honestly, really the hockey. They don't know hockey. They did a they did a, a hockey fumble dimension, which was fun. That's the same people. I mean, they could have done one on the Tampa Bay Lightning, but then the Lightning have won. Two, they should do well, one, they, they won two straight Really, play. they should do one on the Arizona Coyotes. Dude, the Coyotes are so bad. No one gives a shit about the Coyotes. No, they the don't. Least popular team in the sport. Coyotes are literally playing in a 5,000-seat arena right now. In the, Tempe, Arizona. A reasonable argument can be made that there are more players who are paid... Like, there are more people who are paid to be at Coyotes games than there are people who paid to go to Coyotes games. I see that because of all the people who work on like the, the concourses, yeah, the TV and, crew, uh, yeah, concessions, and whatnot. they probably make more money Scouts. than anybody who attends a Coyotes game. Yeah, no, that that's like combined, really, like the GDP of the people who work for the Coyotes who are in the arena at that time make more money than the fans who are there. The, like the cumulative, the fans, cumulative right? fans, and I, I'm saying like I, I think they outweigh the amount of paying uh, 
what's the word patrons i guess yeah you know like they they there are more of them there but anyway we're not talking hockey right now i mean we are talking hockey right now but we're gonna move on from hockey because i think i think we should make our maybe we could briefly make our picks yeah we can make our we can make our sunday picks since i'm I'm gonna be sleeping because you will be sleeping (laughs) on sunday or you know before then so we won't really have a chance to record it's so funny because I've been following the NFL from afar. I just want the World like, Cup to end because soccer sucks, and I miss having you on stop the show, it. man. Okay, well, the last part's true. Yeah. Soccer does not suck. Soccer is a hugely better sport than baseball. It's a. Uh, it ranks second. But in baseball's my, not a sport. It ranks honestly. Baseball's a thing to do. Honestly, soccer ranks tied for a second in my heart of like favorite sports with football yeah with football jesus i know it's crazy to think that because i was a late bloomer to soccer i really was like so boring man i'm telling you look i know it's a very american thing to be like oh soccer sucks but dude soccer soccer doesn't suck when you follow every single international the uh, the international the international teams are pretty cool i'm sorry does does the does the national football league have a europe europe team yet no like Soccer literally has leagues that are successful all around the world. Yeah, but like, I mean, they literally have the NFL, fo- but equivalent to soccer in all of Europe, in all of Africa, in all of Asia, true, in Oceania, in South America, and in North America. Yes, just, just not in our. Yes, that's it. Yeah, but football is still better. That's like, a, just that's a subjective thing to say. Right. Well, yeah, I, I know it's an opinion, but it's like, you know, the, the reason is the reason why soccer is so popular is because it's so cheap to play it's easy you just need a ball and, and a net football you know you require a lot of equipment you need like goal posts you yep. need hash marks no yep. matter what like yeah and and look I, I recognize that that's you know a lot of the appeal of soccer is the simplicity of it but like i like the complex gritty game of american football soccer can be very complex ta- yeah. tactically speaking yeah you can play many different formations in soccer yeah. just like you can run many different formations in football yeah, sure. And also, no, but soccer... I mean, like, I'm saying like simplicity of like game design. Like, yeah, like of course, there's a lot of strategy behind soccer, and I learned a lot about it. I learned a lot about it recently, and it's very interesting. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, like I'm saying, like in terms of equipment and in terms of like the the tachlis, to use a Jewish term. Of, what does that mean? It's like the 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 grunt work of football, like completely outweighs that of soccer which is why soccer is more popular because it's easier to produce you know what i mean like yeah the strategy strategy like you know there's a lot of strategy in in, there's more strategy than chess than in any other sport chess is a sport yes um that's true i I think chess is absolutely a sport sport. uh because the like like the pieces are kind of like balls so i consider them and it's a mind sport sport. yeah yeah but it's also it's it's like but it's like there's more strategy in chess than any other sport I agree. One with could that. one could say that's a really but good analogy. That, that, but but they play chess in every other country because it's easy to produce chess. Like you just need a game board and pieces and, and two people and two people. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm saying when I say soccer is simple. I know strategy in soccer isn't simple. It's actually kind of cool. I, I'll I'll give you that. I See, when think, you really think about it, and this is what I we think. Do. It, I don't like I don't like that they can't use their hands. Uh the goalkeepers can use their hands. Yeah, but that's the. Like, did you watch Morocco? No. Beat Spain the other day? No. It was exhilarating. Was it a good game? Yes. I'll check out the highlights. Game. Look, you, you got to check out the highlights. The highlights, highlights are fun. And, highlights uh, are, it's just because it's low scoring. But you no. love you love low scoring games in football. In football. Yeah. But in soccer, it's like, you know, I want a goal every now and then. Also, I don't like the structure. I don't like that there's no playoff system, first of all, especially in the Premier League. I think that's bullshit. And I don't like that. Wait, England, what do you mean playoff system? 
Like, teams are literally fighting for their lives. That's the cool thing about not having playoffs, is you get relegated from the Premier League to the Championship, yeah, and then you have to climb your way back up to the Premier League. That's so cool. I, like, think, I think that's cool, and I'd love for what? baseball to do that, by the way, with uh, minor league teams. But, I agree. But, like, at the same time, how do I put it? I still think there should be a playoff system. Like, yeah, relegation can happen, and yeah. the top four teams get to have a tournament. Like, I, I and I, I also I hate that after watching, you know, U.S. and England basically jog up and down for you know ninety minutes or so. It was like zero zero. It was zero zero, and it was like nil nil. Th- they were so passive at the end. Like they they were so comfortable playing for the tie. They were so okay with it's it. It's a draw. It's a tie. It's a draw. We're in America. It's a tie, and they were very comfortable with it. And I just like, and I. Just it was don't a strategy. Like you know, it, it was a strategy was because a, of a point system. Yeah, in and, the group. And I don't like that the bureaucracy has that much of an influence on uh, the game in that context. It's just it was very boring to me. You, and you, just, you know what's funny too? I felt about, cheated. I okay. felt cheated. Here's another thing about soccer, though. What what I lo- you, do you watch? The Welcome to Wrexham. Welcome to Ragtime. Welcome to Wrexham. No. Okay, so Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. You know Rob McElhaney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Sure. And Ryan Reynolds, big movie star? Yes. So they bought a soccer team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jacob was telling me about this. Yeah. Or we, I Jacob is Elijah's Jacob. brother. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. Go right. watch it and tell me your opinion on soccer after that. I mean, I, I'm sh- I, Do your homework. I've played soccer. I've watched soccer a lot. Like I played soccer, opinion. too. My biggest thing in soccer when I was younger was I tried to balance myself on a soccer ball while holding the fence. That was my biggest highlight in soccer. The fence? Yeah, the fence in AYSL. Oh, like, was it because I went indoor soccer? No, 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 no. It was it was at my high school's baseball field, as a matter of fact. Oh, and that's weird that the fence was so accessible when you're on when you're playing. No, I wasn't playing. Oh, okay. That's the point. Oh, I was really <laughs> I was relegated. Oh, that's funny. My most impressive soccer accomplishment was balancing on a soccer ball while holding my hands against the fence for I think a mere twenty seconds hey, that's before pretty, I fell off. Hey, man. That's pretty impressive, dog. See, that's why I'm telling you. I was a late bloomer. I did used to play soccer when I was younger. But I never really got into it day-to-day until 2014 is when I I first started following I used to sing the national anthem, like, ad nauseum over and over throughout the game, like, as I was playing to annoy the other team. That's awesome. Did it work? Kind of. What was your league called in Germantown? It was the MJCC Soccer League. Oh, you played the Jewish Soccer League. I played, like, 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 ages... Like seven to twelve, it wasn't like a lot. But I yeah, did not. Really I did not know that. Oh yeah, no. I was. I was like. I, I start when I started off. I was shit, but like I ended up being an okay defensive player. See, you know? look, like, you learn something new every day on this true. podcast. This is true. Except we don't record this yes. podcast every day, right? I just. I. 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 I always prefer you know flag football. Flag football season was always much more fun for me. Flag football uh, so fun. So fun. I love flag football. It's a great. I never game. played flag football competitively though. We I should play flag football. We should. We should. We should start an adult rec flag football league. I think that would be the best. That would be really fun. You would be the all-time QB. I think Jared Goff would be the all-time QB. Does he come here anymore? No. I don't, I don't think know. he does. I, just, I don't know why. He I, I looked at the Rams and my mind went to Goff for some reason. But That's funny. Anyway. We, we can make picks now, though. We should. Yeah, let's, let's go That's ahead and make so funny. Picks. We let's just went on, like, a 10-minute tangent about, about soccer. soccer. Yeah. Which, by the way, like, it doesn't suck. It's just boring. You, I find you it did, You did say it sucks. Yeah, I know. And maybe that's a little harsh. Honestly, also, I can see like, where you... A lot of that is because, like, I... Like, it's it's my ongoing battle with British people that I know who, you know, just, like, scoff at American football. And it's like... Why? It's like, dude, why? So, like, I just kind of People love that. watching American football in Britain. 
they, slash they adore it. Yeah, it's a great sport. It's a great activity. Everyone loves it. And, there's a uh, reason why the NFL is growing the game. Yeah, no, there's a, there's an absolutely reason like, for it. There's a reason the Super Bowl is so beloved. There's a reason, um, and also you know like if there's ethical questions about the game, you know players know what they're signing up for it is organized human wreckage and i think that's a very fun thing i'm sorry if that makes me a bad person but we're gonna get a football team that plays in the nfl overseas we're gonna get that you heard it here first folks why is it that every time i say something it's just the reality man stop it okay fair uh but yeah no i mean i don't know man yeah i think there's a very real possibility of us getting a team in england I agree. That'd be fun. I think it would. That'd be really I, I think, fun. I think it's going to happen. It'd be weird, but it'll be fun. It'd All right, be, so. I agree. Speaking of. Uh, mm, what, are you, speaking, what, are you, what are you grunting at? Speaking of England, if you want to go there, you need to fly on a plane. Yeah. Otherwise known as a jet. Oh. And the New York football jets go to Buffalo, New York. Not their native state because the jets play in New Jersey. They That's go to true. Buffalo, New York to play the Buffalo Bills. Yes, they do. Josh Allen hosting the Bills. Now, I like the Bills to win this game by the final score of 31-17. Although, Ooh. losing Von Miller for the season definitely hurts. I saw that I right before I went to bed on Thanksgiving Day, because I was sleeping, um, I did see that Von Miller injured himself against the lions and then really like that's a heavy blow for them but it really think, is but i still think josh allen and crew are enough to beat the jets yeah i i do too i mean the jets have mike white now at quarterback and he has basically reinvigorated that franchise i, I would say like, he's garrett wilson is literally turning into the rookie that the jets drafted robert they thought sala. They were getting. robert sala robert re- reinvigorated that big franchise. ball sala yes. let me just say um it's a nice story but yeah i agree i mean the bills are at nine and three right now and there's mm-hmm. a reason why they're at nine and three yep i'll take buffalo to win too i think it'll be closer though i think it'll be 34 24 okay that, well that, okay that makes sense yeah i just i just i i like buffalo I do too. I mean, they were your Super Bowl pick, and they were. I mean, my sexy, no, they, they definitely took a hit. When my they sexy lost Super Miller, Bowl pick. But I still think, you know, I mean, they, they were very close to beating the Chiefs last year. There's no reason they couldn't do it this year. Uh, moving on, moving on. Uh, we got the Browns going to Cincinnati to play the Red Hot Bengals. Joe Burrow firing on all cylinders. What do you What do you like here, Noah Friedman? This is a rematch of Halloween Monday yes. game. Yep, the, the Browns the, blew the out the Bengals, bowl, so to speak. So they're like. No reason for me to not pick the Bengals, especially the way that they're playing right now. Jamar Chase returned from injury last week. Sure. I don't, how did he do? Because I, I was asleep. He played well. <laughs> did he? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Actually, you know, I was not asleep for that. I was definitely awake for that, yeah, but you, I just you, you, was not paying attention. Let's see. I'm trying to th- I'm trying to find it. So, yeah, they beat the the Chiefs. Jamar Chase, I started on my fantasy team. I can't remember how we did. Oh, seven catches, 97 yards. He's fine. Oh, fun fact. Fun fact. Trivia question. Who are the only two quarterbacks to beat Patrick Mahomes more than once? One of them is definitely Joe Burrow. Yes. Who's the other? Oh, man. Tim Brady. This is Tom yep. Brady. That's Tim correct. Brady, yep. Very good. I'm going to go with... Uh, so, oh, yeah. What were you saying? Yeah, who are you picking? No, you first. Oh, me first this time? Okay. You pick the Bengals. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm picking the Bengals, for sure. Uh, Bengals. I'll say, I'll say Bengals 30, uh, Browns 14. 30, I think it'll 14? be that. Yeah, I think it'll be that much pretty, with demolishing. Pretty, pretty like, ugly. There's no reason why the Bengals are going to let up. Like, yeah, Deshaun Watson did not look good in his first time uh, back. But oh, I forgot he's on the, the freaking re- Browns now. The game now. still resulted in a happy ending for them. 
So I I'm, picked the Browns. I had their um, fantasy defense, and I still lost. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 34-17. Uh, I know Joe Burrow. I don't know if you saw this video of this girl who just got her wisdom teeth pulled crying to her mom about Joe Burrow, but she said like, she said like my she, oh, what did she she said my God, Joe Burrow. I think he's 0 four against the Browns at this point. Oh, is he? He's never beaten the Browns. I, I'm pretty sure he's oh, never beaten the Browns. Oh, that's funny. And I, I don't know if it's true, but I know the girl who had her wisdom teeth pulled said. My god dang hero can't beat the Browns, Mom. And it's, that's just one of my favorite football quotes of all time. That's funny. So uh, this time I do think Joe Burrow does uh, beat the Browns. Are you looking that up? No. Oh, okay. I'm um, looking at something different. I'm going to say 34 to 17. I'm going to look up Joe Burrow versus Browns real quick. Um, Let's see. Statmuse.com. Statmuse is great. Oh, and four, yeah. He's, I love Statmuse. My god dang hero can't beat the Browns, Mom. That's, a That's insane. Quote. Now, he, he still, you know, he puts up respectable numbers against them, but I guess Miles Garrett and company have his number. But we'll see, you know, I, I, I do think that they will win the Battle of Ohio this time around, meaning Cincinnati will win, even though Cincinnati's actually in Kentucky. Not really, but kind of. So the Cincinnati International Airport is yeah. actually in northern is Kentucky. Is in Kentucky, right. Yeah. That, that part I didn't know. All right, so let's see. Have you been to that airport? Not, uh, no, I'm I've flown so. through that airport. Um, so Fun let's time. see. Texas, Houston, the battle, the Texas. We got the Battle of Ohio, and we got the Battle of Texas. Houston Texans coming into town to play the Dallas Cowboys of Dallas. Um, <laughs> you're, you're doing great with this yeah, intro, buddy. Right? Uh, I mean, we don't need to spend a lot of time on this game. I think Dallas is going uh, to win, thirty-seven to ten. It's just going to be a blowout. Yeah, the the Texans are bad, and I feel I feel for your boy Lovey. I hope they don't fire. Him. I I hope. I mean, listen. Why like, would they? He has a shit team. He hired a shit roster. Yeah, I agree. I just listen. The Texans need to start over, but not in terms of uh, not in terms of coaching. In yeah, terms no. of player personnel, I, Lovey Smith could be a very very good coach. He could he just be. needs players. He does need players, which yeah. they do not have. And I mean, the the whole Davis Mills thing is like it's weird. Th- that ship has sailed. You know, like we. Yep. we Texans have the first pick of the season we're end today, right? Yes. And they're the only team... But not the Texans. The NFL is the only um, the only sporting event... Uh, with no lottery. Of the, with no lottery now. Yep. Yeah, baseball true. had its first lottery the other day. Crazy. Cubs got the 13th pick, I believe. And the Angels got right. 11. The Angels picked the, are picking 11. They're bad. And yeah, they pick, well, they're picking 11. I don't they, get they don't deserve a good pick after what they've done to Trout and Otani. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, um, I'm going to pick um, Houston to lose. What's the score? Um, thirty to seven. All right, there you go. Very similar scores there. All right, now we got. You know, Dallas is capable of scoring fifty. Obviously, this is true against a team that was better than the Texans, which is crazy. <laughs> yes. So wouldn't surprise me, but if you want to bring the Cowboys back down to earth, well, I'm going to root for the Texans for sure because I want that good draft pick for the Bears. Uh, speaking of the Bears, their division, we got Minnesota going to Detroit to play the Lions. Yep. Um, this should be an interesting game. I think the Lions are actually favored. I'll start with this one. I think that the Vikings are going to win. I, I I know the Lions are good, especially at home. I just think that Minnesota is still better, and I think T.J. Hawkinson scores a touchdown against his former team. I think that would be really cool. In Detroit. Yes, and I think it'll be a good game down to the wire. I'm going to say— I feel like all Lions games are. For the most part, yeah. yes. I'm going to say, except for that one debacle in New England, I'm going to say Minnesota wins this one by the final score of 27-26. What do you think? Wow, that's honestly that's a very realistic pick. Um, Thank you. Can I say a fun fact? Please, yes, the Vikings. The they're ten episode. and two, nine of nine of nine wins in a row by one score. This Most in NFL history. Yep, 
Kevin O'Connell. I, I I mentioned, I forget where I was talking about this, but Kevin O'Connell looks like Bud Grant. Like, go he does look, resemble Bud Grant. Go look at their bit. pictures. He absolutely resembles it's insane. Bud Grant. Like, look into their eyes. They have the same eyes. I've never seen him in the same room before, I'm just saying. Okay, well, I mean, listen, Bud Grant is the greatest coach in Vikings history. Not even um, not even up for debate. Yep. And Kevin O'Connell is writing history in his first season. At also, 10 Bud Grant is a pretty good name. Bud Grant's a great And name. it's also like a synonym for like, he, oh my God, they're like the same. They're the same person, person, right? Yeah. It's also a synonym for like, you get free marijuana. It's a Bud Grant. <laughs> That's good. Oh, oh. That's really funny. So what do you got? Um, I'm, I'm going to pick the Vikings too. Uh, they're a very good road team as exhibited during the season. Let's get a score. Um, the score is going to be 24-23. 24-23. I, j- I, I just, I think it's going to be a little bit more low scoring, but I like the one point game. Okay. I, I respect it. I respect it. Um, all right. Moving on to the next game. We got the Eagles going to New Jersey to play the Giants. Uh, Giants coming off a, a tie with Washington. Did you say the Jets were playing in New Jersey this weekend? No, they, 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 they Oh, they have to go from the, the Bills, oh, okay. right? Got it, got it. That'd got be it. funny if they played at the same time. But, that would be really uh, funny. That would be hilarious. Well, it's like the Lakers and Clippers. They share Crypto.com and they play on the same day. It's Staples, bro. Come on. It is Staples. It's That's staples, true. Yeah. I was trying to be factual. Yeah, but... It's it's not on. the crypt. Come on. Thank God the Don't Clippers... Don't worry, guys. Are, Noah's the, not a robot. The I Clippers promise. are moving to the Intuit Dome. It is going to be awesome. Oh, that's exciting. I'm so excited for that. I can't wait to go to games there. Um, um, that, that'll be fun, yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt No, no, you're good. You're good. No, come on. Philadelphia okay. Eagles, 11-1. and one, Best record in the NFL. Giants, 7-4. and 7-4-1. Dude, dude, their game last Fighting week against Washington was flies. weird. It's a weird Graham game. Graham Cano missed a field goal. Yeah, I figured he would. He was the it's best kicker kick. in the league this year. Well, that was a long kick. I know. Very long kick. And he was capable of making tough. it, though. Yeah, but, you know, tough conditions. I can't blame him. He, I mean, he came. He just came up short. And yeah, yeah. Look, I think the Giants won't win. I like the Eagles. They're 11-1. and one. I, I just think they're going to keep, keep rolling. Uh, Giants, you know, they've had fair share of success against the Eagles in recent years. I know they won one last year. This time, I just think the Eagles team, like, they're just on such a roll. Uh, they could go 16-1. and one. This uh, is their first time playing each other this season, right? This is true. This is okay. true. Right. Now, if the Giants do manage to win this game, go to 8-4-1, and one, and the Eagles follow 11-2, the Giants could make a push for the division, but I don't think they will. I, but I still like the Eagles to win this game. Pretty handily. I think the Giants are falling apart a little bit. I'm going to say 30-20. to 20. What do you think? Yeah, I was initially going to pick the Giants, but then I realized that the Giants literally tied with the Commanders. The Commanders aren't bad. The let's, Commanders let's, are not. No, no. Yeah. Taylor Heineke, they're great. They're, they're pretty good. Oh, yeah. You know, I want to say great, but okay. good. You know they're how good. Taylor Heineke, every time he wins a football game this season, he's getting a pair of Jordans in the color of the team that he beats? Yeah, it's brilliant. So what, ha- so, so what, brilliant. what happened this week? They tied. So he doesn't get anything. Oh, right? he's not getting him Jordans, that's for sure. You should get him like... You should get them like Converse, knockoff. Yeah, Converse, right? Like, <laughs> I was gonna say like knockoff Jordans or something, yeah. or like a maybe Crocs. You should get them Crocs. That would be funny. Or no, you gotta have something with laces so you could tie them. Says they tied. Little rabbit hole. I'm I sorry. was obsessed with Crocs when I was little. I used to get like the little giblets, you know, the things that filled the holes. Oh yeah. And one of them was a big ass Colts icon. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Do I remember that or am I making that? No, up? you probably do remember that. I love Crocs though. I have a pair of rainbow Crocs. I love them. I wear them all the that's time. That's a Crocish. Oh, never people mind. are always. No, that's funny. Sorry. People are always like, "Oh, nice of you to support Pride," and I'm like, "I mean, that's not what they're for." Hey, you know what? Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Because it's like I'm not wearing them as like a statement. 
But if people want to take it as supportive of the pride movement, then sure, yeah, by all means, go ahead. Um, hopefully this is not a very homophobic episode. I know I made some gay jokes, but I think they're tasteful, at least. We can we can move on. Yeah, we can move on. Um, you're, so you're, you're picking the Eagles. I am picking I'm, the Eagles. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Eagles, too. Right. I'll, I'll be safe in it. What's your score? Uh, I like the Eagles to win by a touchdown. I like 24-17. 24-17. Yeah, I just think. I don't, I don't know. Hopefully it's 25-18. That, that, would, that would make our all-time um, guest host, Noah Gross, very happy. And Oren Grimberg. And Oren Grimberg, who's yep. also an Eagles fan. That's Shout true. out Noah Gross. Recurring guest star, Noah Gross. Recurring guest star. Um, let's see. What else we got? We got the Ravens going into Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Ooh. Rivalry game. No Lamar Jackson, I don't think. No, it's going to be Tyler Huntley. Yeah. Lamar Jackson hurt um, his PCL, I think it was. Not his ACL, his PCL. So it's another part of the... I, I'm not a doctor. I'm going to get this wrong. But it's another It's another leg injury. Right. And it's, and it's less significant in terms of recovery time. I think the recovery time is like three weeks. I love this game because Ravens-Steelers is just like, it's always a fun rivalry game. It is, I agree. They have each other's numbers. Tomlin versus uh, Harbaugh, yep. always a good chess match. Matchup of the two longest tenured coaches that aren't named Bill Belichick. And I, true, and I think it's tough because the, both teams are struggling. I like the Steelers to win. I think they're going to pull out an upset. Really? Mm-hmm. Can he pick it over Tyler Huntley? Uh, Mike Tomlin over John Harbaugh. Oh, they win. In, uh, the Steelers have been winning a few games lately, in spite of Kenny Pickett, and I think that will continue. Um, so yeah, and my favorite game because it's the ball pit. Oh, the ball pit. The ball pit. That's I true. love the ball pit. It's like Gaga. Ga ga ga. Oh, so Pittsburgh fun. twenty, Baltimore seventeen. Ooh, and okay. Very common score, but I, I like uh, I like Justin Tucker over Chris Boswell. Tucker over Boswell. Yeah. So I'm going to pick the Ravens to win. I think Justin Tucker... Justin Tucker kicks four field goals in this game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what, like uh, 22? Yeah. Or wait. I yeah, think that, I think that, that would sense. work. That yeah. yeah that so, um, 22-17. Ravens. Ooh, fun. Yeah. And if they get one more touchdown, like in garbage time, then it's 29-17, which reflects... Super Bowl Forty One with the Colts. I love that Bears. you self own yourself with I that. I think it's a funny. I think it's a funny bit. That's it, a great it, you, self. You are a good sport. I'm a good sport at this point. Yes. You know, I don't like you. But you're I don't hold the grudge against losing to someone in the Super Bowl because it's like that was it, a, it, it means you both made it to the Super Bowl. So it's that it, was it's not a, personal. It's not like a rivalry. And can I just say too that was an historic Super Bowl. Yep. No one remembers Super Bowl Forty One. Yep. Um, can I just say first Super Bowl where two uh, black head coaches are competing against one another? Yes. Um. Number two, Prince, Super Bowl halftime show. It's the greatest of all time. Oh, I was I was too busy playing elevator football oh, to watch. Well, but yeah, that's sure. okay. I'm sure it was great. It was. Yeah. It you can go back and watch it on YouTube. You know, it's nah, it's it's, it's I there. I don't care. That's too. one of the things I was doing during my World Cup shift was watching Super Bowl Super Bowl halftime shows because we were so bored because oh, we wow. we'd all, we caught up on our work instead of like the games themselves. No, 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 no. Shows? So we're in five hours before the first kick. Jesus Christ! Yeah, because we had to prep for our show. And so Fair once enough. once we get caught up, or at least on my end, once I get caught up, me and my fellow PA Sophia were watching Super Bowl halftime shows. Oh, that's we fun. did that one time, and it was really fun. Oh, I enjoy that. Yeah. Shout out Sophia. We should get her on the show. Sophia's. You know what's funny? Sophia doesn't know anything about football. Really? Yeah. Nothing. All the more reason to have her on this show. That would be kind of funny. Kind of like having Jacob on the show. Yes, exactly. I'm teaching Jacob some expressions like you got to run to set up the pass. 
and um, you know you got to establish the running game to open up play action. Oh, that's good. Say that stuff. Does he know what play action is, Jacob? Does he know what play action is? Um, yeah, he kind of likes it because he likes that it's sneaky. Mm. Um, anyway, me too. Uh, moving on to Jaguars, Jacks ten. They're going to be competing Jaguars, in London soon, full time. That uh, or Chicago, but uh, Jacksonville going into uh, Nashville to play Tennessee. Yeah. I, li- I mean, I like Tennessee to win. I think they bounce back after getting embarrassed by the Eagles. I say Tennessee wins this one. But they win. They lost 35-10, 31 right? to 17. Didn't they lose 35-10 to the Eagles? They lost. I'm pretty sure um, it was. Luna, it's okay. Nothing. Yeah, 35-10. 35-10. 35-10. Yes. Luna agrees. Luna does agree. Luna, remember. it's okay. Nothing's wrong. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Titans, too. I just, I like their offense more. Um... I would like the Jacksonville offense more if this was like two years from now. Fair, but fair enough. Tennessee's offense is better, even with Ryan Tannehill, which mm-hmm. is kind of ugh. Um, yeah, I think this one might be good. a slugfest, though. Honestly, I could see this one being a defensive slugfest. You could see like oh, defensive slugfest. Seventeen nice. fourteen. Interesting. I could see I like being it. that low scoring. Tennessee. Plus, I'm starting Tennessee's defense this week in fantasy in my money league, and I would like interesting. Them. I would like them to do well. It was interesting that the the Jaguars, you know, they they had that amazing. Signature win, really, for Trevor Lawrence against the Ravens. And then they come back and just completely shit themselves against the Lions. They the pooped. Lions of all They teams. pooped. They did. That is what they did. It was gross. And they didn't have Urban Meyer to wipe it up. Ugh, gross. Nasty. That was a gross don't get. Don't get me started. Yeah, that was a gross thing that I just said. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of gross, it's pretty gross what Kansas City is about to do to Denver in Denver. Uh, I think, you know, Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for four or five touchdowns. And I think Denver might get some garbage time points in there. I'm going to say 38-22. Kansas City gets the win. Okay. Wow. You think the Broncos scored 22 garbage points? Garbage time. Garbage time. Okay. Yeah. Well, Kansas City's 9-3. Denver's 3-9. You flip those records. They're the same record. This is true. I think that's fun. That is kind of fun. And that's my analysis for this game. I mean, hey, other than that, there's really not much else. No, uh, but there's I'm, not. I'm, I'm assuming... I, I guess I have to pick a score, though, right? Yes, I'm All assuming right. you're taking the Chiefs. I, I am picking the Chiefs. In elevation. <laughs> yes. Um, I'll say I'll say 35-14. 35 yeah. to 14. And that's crazy that that's not even the biggest blowout of the That's week. also an ugly score because there's no field goals. I always find that like when there's no field well, goals. Well, there are, but they're extra points. That's not a field goal. Yeah, but they kick field goals. They kick it through the goal post. Yeah. It's not a field goal. A no, terminology-wise it's not, but it's the same thing. It's the same it's process. It's the same thing. You can, kick a, you can kick a shorter field goal than an extra point. If you're if you're down at the one, so a free throw and a jump shot are the same thing. You can jump at the free throw line, yeah, but that, but it doesn't count for as many points. So no, it's not the same thing. Right. So yeah, and it's kind of same with an extra point. That's true. It's one point. Extra point is only one point. Three points. That's true. But it's the same act. And you could also get a one point safety, but they're very 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 rare. How does that happen? Go ninety eight yards the wrong way, <laughs> or it could be like you know you throw you throw an interception, the guy picks it up, fumbles it. And then the guy who forces the fumble picks it up, but then falls into his own end zone, which is more practical. Still, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon at all. And you that's come why up with the wackiest scenario. That's why Scorigami is going to live forever. Scorigami. It's going to live forever. Shout out John Boyce. Shout out John Boyce. <laughs> um, also because four points will never be broached. That's but, true. Um, let's see. Jaguars. We're picking the Panthers oh, yeah. and Seahawks next. Panthers and Seahawks. It used to be a fun rivalry back when Cam Newton was there. Then the Panthers sold the team. Panthers have been dog shit since. I like Seattle to win this one at home. Uh, 
you know, pretty handily. I'm going to say, I think they'll get 27, and I think the Panthers will get 14. Ugly game, but uh, yeah, that's what what it's going to be. So this is a pretty obvious thing I'm about to tee up to you, but because we're talking about this game. Who's leading the league right now in completion percentage? Geno Smith. Can you believe and that? Like, substantially, too. Yeah, it's like, very it's substantial. Like points I, I, don't, I, you know, like... I don't know the exact numbers, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Geno Smith has completed over 72% of his passes. Yeah, that, that offense which is, awesome. is very, very efficient. Yeah. And uh, it's Geno's a really good field general. Good, he is. Good quarterback. I'm, I'm, so... I'm very happy for him. If I could pick an MVP of people, it's Geno Smith. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not like... going to win the MVP this year in football. but He won't, but he's a good dude, and he should win comeback player of the year. Oh, no, wait, he shouldn't. Because he's not coming back. No, he's not coming back. Because he was never anything. there. No. You know, but now he's there. He didn't have so, any yeah. significant adver- adversity besides if there was the a most, he was if, on crappy team. If there was a most improved player award, it would be Geno's. And that's not even a question. Is there not a most improved player award in the so. NFL? I guess yeah. not. In, in basketball, there is. In the NBA, there is. Anyhow, Carolina at Seattle. What do you like? Who you got? Um, I like Seattle to win. I want Carolina to win for Steve Wilkes to keep his job. But um, I'm going to pick Seattle to win. I'm going to say the Seahawks win by the final score of 29-17. Shut up. 29-17, <laughs> you said? Oh, yeah, okay. I, I just wanted to get no, it No, that's in. fair. That's fair. I'm no. sorry. No, dude, I get it. I bring it up. Like, I bring it on myself. It's fine. And again, I mean, it's in, realistic. Hindsight, it's in realistic. hindsight, I'm just, like, it was cool that the Bears made it to a Super Bowl. Like, that's hard to do. In, your, in, a, your, an in the time game. that you were alive. Yes, and I hope they do it again one day in the, hopefully not too distant future. But uh, anyway, Tampa... Tampa Bay, I should say. <laughs> Tampa. Because his name is Tom, well, Tim Brady, really. But Yep. He's going to San Francisco. He's going home to play the Niners. This should be a fun game. That's awesome. He's, he's got to retire after this season. I'm so excited for this game. And I'm going to I'm gonna tell you the score because I'm, I'm, gonna, I, I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be 10-7. to 7. Really? You think it's going to be that low scoring? Okay, fine. I'll say 13-10. 13-10, San Francisco gets the win. So we, we didn't talk Monday Night Football from this past week, but... This was another game where I was. Josh Johnson's I, a decent backup, by the way. I, I was awake for Monday Night Football. I, right. I slept through the entire, or I slept through the entire second half though, because um, I had to be up for work. Um, but I saw the first half, and it was very riveting because it was perfect Saints Buccaneers football, like oh, de- classic def- defensive masterpiece. It was uh, just so ugly and for the, the Saints. And, and Mark Ingram, dude, can we talk about that? I, I I didn't see it. Oh, so okay. what okay. what are you about to say? He like ran out of bounds when the first down line was right there. And they they would have won the game if they got that first down. They would have won the game, but instead they were eventually forced to punt. And I'll, I'll show I'll show you the play. Tom uh, Brady came back and won. It was what sixteen to seven, and then they came back and won seventeen sixteen. I think 16 it was sixteen to three. And sixteen they to three. Yeah. Oh yeah, even worse. But yeah, no, it was uh, it was pretty crazy, pretty yeah, intense. Right. But um, but <sighs> Tampa Bay. That game felt like ugh. I mean, you you knew once Mark Inger made that mistake, you knew that. So you're really picking. You're really picking 13-10. Yes. Cool. Well, you want to make sure you get the alphas right because you picked, uh, you said N-O. I said New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Get, you got um, to say SF. SF. Right. So, so, so you have San Francisco winning against Tom Brady. I do because so I don't know who they're starting quarterback. I just that their defense. starting quarterback is going to be Brock Purdy. Fun. Who played his high school football in Arizona when I was going to Arizona State. I got to I didn't see him in person, but I saw him from afar. Perry High School in Gilbert. Um, which, by the way, if you've ever been to Gilbert, Gilbert that, that Gil- defense is just insane. Gilbert's yeah. weird. Um, here's your here's your fun fact about this matchup: Brock Purdy's getting his first NFL start, and it's going against Tom Brady. And there have been six other other instances where Tom Brady has started against a rookie quarterback. First first start ever. 
Uh, you've got Luke Falk, former Washington State quarterback, 2019. Ooh, these are fun facts. Uh, EJ Manuel, 2013 wait, Bills. Wait, the stat is for Tom Brady going up against first uh, a quarterback who is in his first career start. In his first career rookie, start. Rookie quarterback. How, first how many start. more are there? There are four more after this. Okay, let me. I'm not, you want to? You want to? You want to guess them? I want to guess them. Do you remember the first two? Uh, yeah, you said uh, uh, Luke Falk. Yep. And then you said uh, EJ Manuel. What it's year was EJ Manuel? Twenty thirteen Bills. Twenty thirteen Bills. Yep. Um, Russell Wilson. That is incorrect. Oh, interesting. Really? Oh, I guess. Hmm. Uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, like the first year quarterback, like in twenty first career start. Oh, their first career start. Correct. Okay, okay yes. let's think. All right. That's um, why you, you got to think about my my. my I, well, I, you know what's funny about the other four quarterbacks, and I'm I'm not giving anything away. Well, I kind of am, but what? like I'm not giving away names. So it, just thinking about the fact that you have um, what's it called? Tom Brady was in the AFC East all those years. Oh yeah, that's and true. there's only two quarterbacks in the AFC East who he's gone up against in the in their respective first career starts. It's not Geno Smith, right? No, it's the two quarterbacks I named. Oh, oh, it's oh, oh Luke we Falk, named them. Luke Falk, Jets, Bills, EJ Manuel. Yeah, the and like, other and that's four because that was like a revolving door. The, the other four quarterbacks didn't do not do, did not play in the AFC East, which hmm. is weird. Uh, I don't know, Andy Dalton. Nope. Uh, Tiger Woods. Yes, no, I knew it. Uh, Nailed it. Let's see. Um, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take another guess. Uh, Just tell me when you want to give up. Um. Let's see. Let's see. This is a podcast, see. so we literally have all day. We also have ten minutes until kickoff of Thursday oh, that's football, true. which that is, is insane. That is pretty. So we insane. should wrap soon. We should wrap soon. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just gonna uh, just ra- random stab at it. I'm gonna say uh, uh, one of the Brock quarter- Osweiler. Nope. Good okay. guess, though. That is a pretty good guess, actually. You, but, uh, you just, want the list? Just, yeah, just give me right. the list. Tom uh, Savage. So, nope. <laughs> so besides the other two quarterbacks I named, Deshaun Watson, Jake Locker, Tennessee Titans, 2012. Okay. Tyler Palco. Huh. Kansas City Chiefs 2011. Southpaw. Um, Matt Flynn, Green Bay Packers 2010. Yep. And Luke McCown, that was, 2004 that was the Dan Cleveland Browns. Luke McCown. Shout out to Josh. So, Love Josh McCown. Uh, Peter Schrager put that stat on my radar because he tweeted it, but NFL Research is the one who we need to thank for that. Josh McCown is the best quarterback in Bears history. It's Josh true. McCown. Statistically, I, I'm not making that up. That's, that's like, awesome. That's not an ironic statement. Oh, oh, who are you taking to win this game, by the way? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take Tampa. Tampa, what's the score? I, I I think by the slimmest of margins, because the, the 49ers had the best defense in the league this year, I think. Right. It's just like their first and total defense. Um I'm gonna take Tampa to win. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 17-16. Let's just say same exact score as they right. beat New Orleans. I could, I could see that. I could yeah. definitely see that. And I could see the Niners having to settle for a lot of Robbie Gold field goals too. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Oh. Um, is that your biggest regret from the Bears? No. Oh god. Not Robbie Gold? We passed up on Patrick Mahomes. No, 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 I'm not talking about I'm talking about players that you had on the roster who were let go no because Kyra Santos was pretty I mean I don't know like I I guess because of Cody Parkey like in some ways yeah maybe because I don't know if uh, Robbie Gould misses that field goal but also that field goal was blocked people forget double the wink was blocked um, but I, I think no I mean my biggest regret is probably I still think oh Greg Olson Greg Olson's, Greg Olson. a, good yeah. Greg Olson's mm-hmm. a very good one. Yeah, it's, yeah okay. it's probably no question about that one. Yep, I'll give it to you. A yeah, little we... bit, a little bit, Lovey Smith, but that's another, that's neither here nor there. We anyway, got a couple more games. A couple more right? games, yes. Uh, so let's, we should get, we should, we should, we should get through. We this got the Sunday quick. night game, and we've got the Sunday night, night game. game. I'm going to this one. Chargers are going to be hosting Miami. I, I mean, look, I, I want the Chargers to win as a local and a homer, but 
and I do think it'll be a very good, fun game. Mm-hmm. Lots of electricity. I think that they flexed it for a reason. It's going to have a lot of scoring. I like 40 to 36. Wow. Miami. I think it'll be fun. Chargers? It'll be really fun. Miami. Oh, you're picking Miami. Okay. I'm picking Miami. I, I think... This is the, these are the two teams that fought in that crazy epic in Miami in the 81 playoffs, I believe. Yeah. It was like 41-38. Chargers had a 24 nothing lead. And then Miami came back, but the Chargers won in overtime. Kellen Winslow, huge game. Hook and ladder. Anyway, well, I'm an NFL historian, but yeah, I'm going to take so Miami. Brutal schedule for Miami, having to go cross-country to San Francisco one week. Right. And then they have to play, still in California, against the Chargers right. the next week. Um, so I, I'm hoping that they stayed in California, honestly, that they flew down to L.A. after the game. They're probably, yeah, maybe they're just, maybe, maybe they're right next door. Maybe they are. Probably um, not, but. They're not. Yeah. So I'm going to take Miami also. I think it'll be high scoring, like you said, um, and I think it'll be close. So I'll say Dolphins thirty-five, Chargers thirty-one. Thirty-five, thirty-one. Yeah, that's fun. That'll be a lot of fun. And um, Miami's coming off a bad loss. Yeah, bad, well, bad loss. Uh, I don't think it's the worst loss because it's a bad loss. It, oh, by the way, I, I did not realize that I picked a scoregami. Did you? Yeah, forty to thirty-six. I guess oh, it is. Okay. Um, I don't think it was that bad because it's uh, against an NFC team and it was their first loss to his first loss of the season on the road against a great defense. That that that's as far as I'm concerned, that is a very acceptable loss. Okay, well, I, like, think, it's a, I think it's a bad loss. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I won't argue with you on this one, but I do disagree. Uh, and speaking of disagreement, Bill Belichick disagrees with people sometimes. <laughs> and uh, good transition. Uh, I mean, one of the greatest coaches in NFL. Probably, I mean, no, I, I Belichick's the greatest coach in NFL history. Yep. Going to Arizona to play, uh, not a very good coach in my opinion. Is Although, Kyler Murray back? By the I way, I do think Cliff Kingsbury's adapted and has been running the ball more, giving it to James Conner a little bit more. But still, they're not very good. Is Kyler Murray? Kyler back? Murray, uh, he shouldn't. I, I I think Belichick will be very prepared for Kyler Murray. Um, Kyler Murray, but I do think he is. I guess. Oh, Belichick is pouring the praise on heavy. I do think he is playing. Yes, that is my understanding. Is Kyler Murray is back? Okay, all right. So what Good do you like know. here? Did you pick? Oh, I'll, I'll go ahead and pick. I, I like New England to win. I just think they're like defensively better, and they lost to the Bills, but the, the Bills kind of have their number right now. I, I just I can't see a scenario where Arizona, where Cliff Kingsbury outcoaches Bill Belichick. Yeah, and so I'm going to say 24. You know, what? I'm going to say I'm going to say. 26 to 17. Okay. All right. New England. I think this one's going to be very low scoring because both offenses are bad. Pretty bad, yeah. So that's fair. I, I like a Ramondre Stevenson ground game. How is your computer still alive? I feel like it's I don't know at there. 1%. It's like a Hanukkah computer, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm going to have to plug it in. Though. Sorry, but what was your pick? Uh, my pick is going to be New England 16, Arizona 13. Okay. Ooh, fun. I, that sounds awesome. I, I, I love that pick, Noah. That it can be honestly fun. be. Actually, change it. 16 10. 16 10. 16 10. So we only have two disagreements this week. Do we? Yeah, then I got the Ravens losing, and you got I got the Steelers beating the Ravens. You got yeah, the Ravens beating that's your the Steelers, upset pick. And you got Tampa Bay beating the Niners. That's yeah. honestly a mini upset pick. I feel like because uh, Tampa's really I mean just all over the place. Who, if Jimmy was playing, it would be an upset. But Jimmy G is hurt. By the way, oh yeah, we didn't even mention. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo G's hurt. Out for the season with a foot. I hope he's back for the playoffs, but I doubt it. Baker Mayfield is. I mean. We still don't know. If Baker Mayfield started. What if, like, the, if another quarter? What if, like, I don't know, Mariota gets released? I don't think he will. No. But, oh, like, we didn't but, talk like, about that. Des- Desmond Ritter's the new starting second, quarterback. I don't. We're going to get to that. But, like, what if, what if the Falcons release Mariota and the Rams just plays another waiver claim? 
and claim Mariota just so the Niners can't get him. I think that would be really funny. That's funny. Also, shout out to the teams that are on bye this week because they don't get to win or lose. Well, the Falcons are one of them. The P, the P asterisk, 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 ERS are another one. Hey, both our teams are on a bye week. That's, that's true. The Saints are one. Shitty. The Bears and Colts have byes, and then the Commanders at 7-5-1. So, so that's like... No Jordans for Heineke this week either. That's like... Your favorite team, my favorite team. Your two, least favorite team. Two very fun teams. The team that the Colts the, the lost most, to the in most, Super Bowl 44. The most boring team and 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 a terrorist organization, basically. So you got... Ouch. Look, you got the best team. Best team is the Falcons. Fa- the, or the most fun team is the Falcons. Five and eight. The other most fun team is the Commanders. Seven, five, and one. Two fun teams. Your favorite team... My favorite team, Wait, the most boring team in the terrorist. That's also wild. Is is there a time in NFL history where two teams with a tie have been on the same bye week? I don't and, know. And what's and also I ironic, don't know if I could even do that research. And what's also ironic is that the ties are not to the same team. That's just true too. Yeah, the that Commanders is, tied with the Giants last week, and the Colts tied with the Texans si- in week one. Situational tyranny. I love this tyranny. Rabbit you hole. It? You get it? Tyranny because like irony. Yeah. Rabbit hole. Rabbit, Rabbit hole. hole. Rabbit yeah. hole. We, we, we like to have fun we should on, have a, on the G point. We have a great time. We should have a rabbit hole segment. We do. Like every. We, well, we're gonna we're gonna we've extend. Got, this we've time. got five minutes until kickoff here. So okay. So we can we can wrap it up. That said, do you have any last words, Noah Friedman? God, you make it seem like I'm dying. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> that was extreme. That was you very have any last words. I mean, um, I do have to go back to hell, which is covering the World Cup, but it's not hell because I love it. That so. sucks. It but just also, the, the hours are crazy. Overnight shift. Crazy hours. Listen, I'm enjoying it. I'm hey, grateful. text me on the shift, man, because I'm I'm up late anyway. Good. That's kind I of how I roll. Thank so. you. I appreciate that. Um. So do you wanna you wanna you wanna do the sign off? I could do the sign off. Yeah, because I'll can be follow there. Elijah on Twitter. He's a lonky. Easy Sports Network. You know it. You can get our podcast on anywhere that has podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter, no Friedman underscore. I, I've been tweeting so much World Cup stuff, but like I'll still tweet the occasional NFL stuff every now and then. I also saw when on TNT, uh, Kenny pushed Shaq into a Christmas tree. Which yes. is insane. That that is pretty wild. one of the best moments in sports television. Shaq is a pretty big dude. Uh, is there anything else I'm, I'm, for, I'm forgetting? You you have your podcast Shh. coming up in 45 minutes. On, uh, yep. Chicago, Easy does Ch- it. Chicago Clubhouse uh, Network. We do a lot of fun stuff over there, so give us a follow. Yep. And uh, with that, I guess I'll just say shalom. Shalom, friends. Yeah.